1: That's 800-278-1738. All
2: right, good evening and welcome aboard another Monday into a Tuesday edition of Sports Overnight America. Sports byline, iHeartRadio, and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. Party Terrell on Monday, producer Dominic Jimenez, Charlie Gibbons along the way will get into some football. All the fifth quarter takeover debuts this Saturday night, 7 o'clock Eastern time, 4 Pacific, 6 Central. We get ready for the college football season. And we're going to have uh, my buddy, Billy Kirby, who is leaving tomorrow for Dublin, Ireland, part of a 17-member family group. Uh, we're going to have uh, a few hits. As long as his cell phone works over there, we can lock in with Billy. He'll be in Dublin for Notre Dame and Navy as the college football season gets underway. You want to talk about pumped up? I love it. Yeah, You know, listen, put a little poll out there today. Uh, Here in the heartland, we fill a nice, you know, I honestly think we fill a nice void here in the the Midwest with sports byline. You got West Coast people, you got East Coast people, you know, smack dab and a fly over Iowa, Nebraska, uh, Illinois, uh, you know, Minnesota to the south, Kansas and Mizzou. Uh, you know, listen, the bottom line is we have some tremendous college football here all the way over to South Bend. And then, of course, with the Big Ten footprint, we are going to really get after it uh, this year in college football like never before. I honestly think this will be a breakout year for Sports Byline. I probably sound like I'm full of myself, but I Charlie, uh, Charlie Gibbons, my partner. Listen, he has put a lot of energy into this. Uh, he has really worked hard. We have worked hard. You know, Charlie has another profession. He moonlights in broadcasting, does a great job. He is passionate about college and pro football, and that's the prerequisite for this gig. Plus, we've got crack producers during the week, Dominic Jimenez, uh, and just very grateful for these uh, and all the work. Uh, these guys put in so away we go Bailey uh, Peck will be with us on the weekend too so we'll tell you introduce him to the audience as well so that's what we look forward to today we'll look back at the weekend let me golf and some tennis is going to get a little hit here uh, and then Charlie comes in for two segments we'll sweep the bottom of the hour with Dom's download it's a Monday into a Tuesday on sports byline broadcast sports overnight America presented by Destination Grill I'm Marty Terrell thanks for tuning in On a Monday into a Tuesday, and in the overnight, we got scores, interviews, and highlights. Ravens, commanders, and we got some baseball stuff to uh, take a peek at in the overnight as well. Keep it right in.
3: Staples has big savings on everything for back to school or stocking up the office. Save on tech for the classroom or your business with up to $250 off select computers. And save on signs, banners, and posters from Staples Print and Marketing Services. Plus, right now at Staples, you can save even more with $50 off your print order of $150 or more. Get everything for the office and the classroom for less at Staples. Print offer ends 826. Visit staples.com slash print for details. Tech offer ends 916. In-store only. See associate for details.
1: Right now at Wendy's, when you buy either a Dave's Single, Spicy Chicken Sandwich, Medium Frosty, or 10-piece Nuggets, you can get another for just a buck. Your dollar never tasted so good. So it's obvious what everyone will get, right? Definitely Nuggets and a Spicy Chicken Sandwich, Dave's Single, Single. and a Frosty for me. and a Frosty. Okay, who said Frosty and a Frosty? Pick your obvious choice. Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's. Buy one, get one for a buck. Limited time only. Price
0: of participation may vary. U.S. Wendy's valid for item of equal or lesser value. Cannot be combined in a combo or any other offer.
2: The Sports Monday into a Tuesday on the overnight. Stay with us through the night and into the wee hours in the overnight with scores, interviews, and highlights. We'll keep you posted. We'll get to Dom's download here in just a moment. But, you know, leftover from the weekend. Look, the Bears have uh, an interesting quarterback system, uh, situation with Fields, but that that Division Two backup, kid from Shepard, West Virginia, he lit it up over the weekend with the uh, Colts and the uh, Bears going at it. And listen, the, uh, and we'll get to Dom on this. The Niners quarterbacking situation was interesting. All three saw action, and all three really had great numbers. They really did. Uh, 21-20 over Denver. Yeah, look, final scores don't mean anything. Stats don't even really mean all that much. But, you know, for the most part, performances uh, were abound. Aaron Rodgers will get a start against the Giants. Now, the Jets and Giants will also play during the regular season. Of course, they share uh, MetLife in uh, the Meadowlands, so – uh, it'll be interesting to see Rogers Packers Patriots odd ending to that game with Bolden going down with a very, what looked to be a serious injury. Didn't work out. We saw two people go down in the Eagles Browns game on Thursday night, uh, carted off the field. I, every time I turned around, someone was getting carted off the field this weekend. I mean, in the NFL, that was crazy. I mean, I've never seen so much, uh, serious that, that looked like, you know, paralyzation, uh, you know, it was scary stuff. It really, I mean, you, you, you had analogies with uh, Hamlin with that situation when you see these guys go out, out the way they did, not with cardiac arrest. So I'm not trying to you know, I'm not trying to chide the announcers that made the comparison, but they did because they're rolling out and you got players, at the Patriots uh, Packers game at Lambeau on one knee praying and then Belichick gets his captain out there, Matthew Slater. And then Lafleur, the Green Bay coach, and the Packer captain gets out there and they toss it around. You know what? Ten minutes to go in the game. Uh, we're going to call it good. Patriots 21, Packers 17. The only people mad were the gamblers because the game was, you know, no good. So, you know, the gamblers got stung. Uh, but, listen, we don't, we don't need to go down that road. But, uh, you know, there were a lot of questions answered this weekend. I want to say this real quick before I get Dom in here. I'll tell you what. That golf yesterday, BMW at Olympia in Chicago – My gosh, Victor Hovland, the kid from Norway. Come on. 33 out, 28 in for a 61 course record, eight birdies, eight birdies in nine holes. It was sick what this kid was doing. It was just an unbelievable best round of golf I've ever witnessed. And that includes a lot of years with the rest of the world watching Tiger. Victor Hovland put up a number. And that is not an easy course, Olympia Fields, in Chicago. I don't want to hear, you know what, pitch and putt. Yeah, you're nuts uh that is one heck of a round now look we've had guys shoot fifty eights, 59s blah, blah 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 let me tell you something that 61 was like a 58 i mean 28 on the backside rolling in eight nine 12 foot putts like it was nobody's business so give them a quick hit and then i, I want to just say this at the western southern open tennis cincinnati uh listen after the after the wimbledon uh, matchup with uh with uh, Djokovic and Alcaraz, they treated us to best of three. wasn't best of five, I understand, 99-degree heat and uh, an index over 105, 106 degrees, and Djokovic found a way to win. It, it was great tennis. It really was. I didn't watch a lot of it, but what I saw, that third set was mind-boggling, and it was just a nice treat as we get ready for the U.S. Open. All right, let's get Dom in here dom i want to start here with your download brought to you by vanguard utility partners randy byrne and the iowa one call folks he sits on the board there iowa uh, dial iowa one call at 811 uh what did the what did the niners answer this week uh in their second uh tune-up with the uh, uh with the uh, broncos give me a quick hit that troika of the quarterbacks does that make it more sticky for coach morrow where do you go right now with them uh shanahan rather go ahead
3: uh, honestly, it just—I think it reaffirms that Purdy's the guy, uh, despite his mm-hmm. struggles in practice. When it, I can't say when it mattered because it was still a preseason game. But when you got into the actual gameplay, uh, he was back, kind of picking up right where he left off. So. It, it, it's you got nothing but question marks with these guys because is Purdy going to be able to show he's healthy? Is he going to be able to improve on last year? And if he doesn't, is Lance ready to step up? Is he healthy? And if he's not, what are you going to get with Sam Darnold, former, uh, not first overall pick, right? A former first round pick, top five pick, uh, flamed out, but Shanahan's the quarterback whisperer. So, and, and everybody says Darnold looks amazing. So, I think more than anything, it just really muddied the picture more, at least uh, who's going to be two and three, because unless something happens, it's going to be Purdy uh, taking the snap on opening day.
2: So they keep three quarterbacks, in your opinion? I mean, most teams do anyways. I mean, you got to have one goes down, you got to have a backup obviously ready, and then you get into that situation. Um, If the depth chart were, well, they have one today. It's got to be Purdy. Who's the backup, though? Is it Darnold right now, or is it Lance?
3: I think it might be Darnold. I, I think it might be. Now, Lance looked great, way better than he did in the first preseason game, but it, there's still a lot that you'd like to see Trey Lance refine, and I don't sure. know if he's going to get that opportunity to refine those skills in actual gameplay. So I think it's going to be Darnold, too, to, at least to start the season. And for your three quarterbacks question, the Niners typically like to roll with two quarterbacks. So mm. they're after what happened last year, they're going to have to roll with three. And they're probably going to have a fourth guy. Maybe they can sneak Brandon Allen onto the practice squad or something. They they are going to carry three quarterbacks. There are no questions about it after what happened in the NFC Championship where they literally ran out of quarterbacks.
2: Now, does it surprise you that Purdy has come out the way he has, especially with two things in play? Then both are kind of negative. One, you know, the pressure of having performed in seven games as well as he did before he got hurt, number one. So, sophomore jinx. And then the fact is, uh, you know, he's coming off a major, really a major injury. So, two red arrows pointing down. Are you surprised he's won the starting job?
3: A little bit, but it was his to start with. And I think as long as he proved he was healthy, that it was going to continue to be his and I mentioned one of the things that was going to work against Purdy was, oh, Trey Lance is going to be able to take all the reps within ones during training camp. Nothing really materialized out of that. So I'm not that surprised. Um, If he ends up making it through the season as a starter, I won't be surprised. But if he ends up getting swapped out due to ineffective play, conversely, I will also not be that surprised.
2: All right, let's go to the Midwest, and I'll tell you a kid from University of Northern Iowa, Doris Fountain, outstanding receiver, former UNI Panther. Uh, the backup there—I don't want to get into that—but Justin Fields coming into a situation where everybody's talking Detroit life after. Uh, Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay, the Vikings, you know, with Jefferson and company and cousins poised for a breakout year, twelve, thirteen wins a year ago. Vikings kind of grabbing themselves by the bootstraps to hold on to supremacy. We overlooked the Chicago Bears. Do you see do you see marked improvement out of the Bears or is this another also ran season when you take a look at Chicago done?
3: To be fair, marked improvement would be like six wins. <laughs> The, 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 bar, right. is, the bar is set kind of low star. there, but I, mean, I know, do think year. I do think yep. the Bears will improve. They've, they've added some pieces. Uh, Justin Fields has another a full year under his belt. Now he knows what he can, can't do, what he needs to improve on. There's obviously still a lot of places for the team as a whole that they need some work, that they need to improve on. But I, I think in a division where you don't know what you're actually going to get from Detroit, Minnesota's now the hunted. How are they going to respond? How are they going to play? And Green Bay, all kinds of question marks there too. So I think in a division where there's a lot of question marks, I think Chicago can, they're not going to push for a playoff spot, but if they can win six, maybe even push at seven games, it, it wouldn't be the world's greatest surprise to me.
2: All right. What about love so far? I mean, obviously he's got huge shoes to fill, but there's a lot of holes in Green Bay. But listen, that division after Minnesota, I mean, if Minnesota stays healthy, I think to win the division should be winning that division by a couple of games. That being said, I don't think the Packers are going to be as bad as people think right now. Give me a quick hit on Green Bay.
3: I think as long as Jordan Love, and the way Aaron Rodgers has been the last couple of years, it's, it's not the Aaron Rodgers we're used to. So the bar that Jordan Love has to reach isn't as astronomically high as, You know, you you think when you hear, oh, he's replacing Aaron Rodgers, Rodgers has been good, but he hasn't been Aaron Rodgers great the last couple of years, and I think Jordan Love has the ability, he has the tools to succeed, and you've got two amazing running backs with Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon still there, an emerging star wide receiver and Christian Watson, a solid uh, defense, I think Jordan Love can do well, and To your point, Marty, I think they genuinely can uh, are getting a little bit underrated. Over they are, I
2: think they,
3: yeah. People, I mean, the
2: outside world looking in says, "Look, no Aaron Rodgers, no, you know, no uh, receiving core. Cobb's gone, Lazard's gone. Offensive line won't be any uh, anywhere near as good uh, as they were in protecting Rodgers. You know, rebuild. Here we go." I don't, I, not so fast. I think, you know, look at the schedule. There's going to be some opportunities. We come back here on sports Byline.
0: Life insurance is one of those things that just about everybody needs, but few people actually have. Hey, if you die unexpectedly without life insurance, guess what? You'll leave your family with even a bigger mess.
1: It's a free call, so let us fix it for you. 855-325-5647. 855-325-5647. 855-325-5647. That's 855-325-5647. Remember in the beginning, when you first started to build a life for you
0: and your family, you never imagined it would come to this. Instead of living your dreams, you're living with debt. In fact, it's smothering you.
2: world of sports here on sports byline sports byline and sports overnight america presented by destination grill let's get charlie gibbons in here i don't want to waste a second today charlie we got so much going on we got to promote the debut show on saturday night seven o'clock eastern six central four pacific uh with scores interviews and highlights it'll be football the fifth quarter takeover uh with scores interviews and highlights throughout uh saturday evening so uh, we look forward to that uh Charlie, I look at the menu of games, but man, we got breaking NFL news. We got stuff going on, going on all over the place. Let's get to it. The Colts, I bet, basically saying that Jonathan Taylor, who asked out of camp last week for personal matter, I obviously felt and said so that yeah, okay, personal matter. He doesn't want to be there. He doesn't want. To, he doesn't like the money. He wants a contract extension. He's coming off ankle surgery, but the Colts are going to let him have his way, and he's he's free with his agent to seek a trade here. That's a big loss for the Colts, one of the best running backs in the National Football League. But I don't think the Colts are making a bad move. Running backs don't stick around long. Their shelf life is, what, four years, a handful of years, tops usually. And this guy's coming off a major surgery. So I, I don't know if the Colts are doing the wrong thing. I think they're doing the right thing. Uh, I don't know what kind of value they're going to get, but they're going to let him kick the tires in a trade. Give me a quick hit on that. We'll get into college stuff as well. Go ahead.
4: Yeah, I, I think they're doing the right thing. I mean, I think Tomlin said it best. Uh, you're not looking for hostages there. He doesn't want to be there. What's the point of keeping him around? Uh I'm, I'm not very, but on the other hand, I'm kind of, uh, I don't know. He, he's still got one year left on his contract and now he wants to go back on that and, and try to cut a new one before his first one's up. So I don't know what these homeowner or these, uh, these, uh, team owners are thinking or how they're doing it. Uh, I, I'm sure everybody does a little different. Um, I well, guess I, I, I-, I- no,
2: I'm saying I know why he wants the contract. He wants the contract extension because he's fearing the ankle is not going to be 100. He's going to be he's going to have an off year on a bad team. Uh, he does not want to put himself out in the contract year in a in a year where his contract expires and put up a substandard season. His value will go to the floor. Uh, I mean, seriously, it'll go from the the eighth floor to the cellar in a nanosecond. So I think he. I think he's going to be a tough customer to deal with here. I don't know if teams are going to, you know, teams are going to want to take a wait and see approach. Exactly what Ursay and The Colts are doing
4: Charlie. I mean, I understand yeah. their position. 100%. I, I do. I, I just, I don't know if I'd even, I don't even know if I'd let him go though. Let him be traded. But I, I don't, I don't know how the contract structured. I'm just saying for me, uh, I, I would, I would probably deal with it differently. Yeah, um, it's going
2: to be interesting. It is. All
4: right, let's get to the task at hand. Uh, the
2: NCAA said don't go to a four-game ban, which is – I'm totally confused on the Harbaugh thing. I'm not going to try to say anything, but I'm confused. So the NCAA uh, installed a four-game suspension and then came back and said no dice. And now Michigan's saying, well, we'll go three – Harbaugh agrees to it. Is the NCAA going to tack on something here? I'm confused about this. But he's going to miss the first three games of the year, and la-di-da. Here we go with more Harbaugh drama. Season right around the corner. Wolverines preseason ranked number two. A very soft schedule awaits Georgia. They, they're, they're, No one's going to unseat Georgia this year. They're going to be number one probably each and every week. I, I mean, Seriously. Uh, 15 straight weeks, they'll be number one. It may be longer, so uh, let, let's get into it. Harbaugh situation, what's your take on Ann Arbor and what's going on with the Wolverines and Harbaugh?
4: Go ahead. Yeah, I understand what they're what they're trying to do. They're trying to make it look like they're coming down on him. I think it's pretty weak. I, I mean, honestly, why not just go ahead and go with the fourth game? I I, I think it was against directional nobody anyway, so... um. NCAA. It sounds like they're not even going to come out with something until twenty twenty four. I mean, this is we, yeah. we've talked about this before. It's just kind of ridiculous that that the uh, institutions, organizations. I don't know how you want to whether it's the gaming commission or uh, the NCAA investigation. But man, you got you got to be able to come out with an answer, take a stance, and give an answer and, and move on. You know, get this I, stuff. I, I don't
2: disagree, Charlie. I mean, I just say, you know what, uh, get this sorted out and, and move on. It's a major distraction. All right, let's go through we got bullet point after bullet point. Uh, Iowa State loses not only a player to a gambling suspension, but Brock's going to leave the team and leave the university. He's done. Uh, Jarrell Block, uh, uh, excuse me, Brock, your take on that. We're going to see more of this look, I've been suspended. I don't want to be here. I need a fresh start somewhere else. I'm going to have to sit out. He may be done forever. We just don't know. Uh, your take on Brock uh, hitting the exit door in Ames, Iowa with the Cyclones?
4: Well, They're going to miss him. He's a great running back. The, um, but one thing that comes to Matt Campbell and Iowa State is you can bet that Campbell's got another couple backs in his stable that can step up. So um he'll be missed don't get me wrong but uh matt campbell can recruit and develop running backs he's got two of them in the nfl right now so uh well, that's true charlie
2: i'm worried that this thing is just uh, i think iowa state's unraveling i really do i think this could be just a disastrous season and this could really have long term and we need to talk about this I think this is going to have tremendously long-term effects, not only on Iowa State, but on Coach Matt Campbell. Now, this was one of the most coveted coaches in the country. Young guy, great pedigree, committed to the university, and it's unraveling. Starting quarterback, starting running back, guys betting on their own team. It looks like lack of institutional control. Uh, this is this is a huge black mark. I don't think we can just kind of poo-poo this. I know we get sick and tired and jaded talking about it. I think this is an unmitigated disaster, and I think we're going to be talking about this week in, week out. I'm, I'm sad to say. The only thing that I find very curious is, you mean to tell me Iowa and Iowa State are the only two universities that had Division One athletes betting on sports? What, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? The NCAA knows deep down inside. I think there's a control. I'm not I'm not gonna use the word conspiracy, Charlie, but I think if they took the seal off the water fountain when it comes to this illegal wagering, you would have a major black cloud hanging over uh the NCAA right now. Who who has been mentioned so far? Two schools, both of them in Iowa. That yeah. sound like Yeah, I mean, go ahead and tell me. I sound like I sound like I'm an apologist for the state of Iowa, and I'm not. I'm just saying I find it to be highly, highly, highly doubtful that of all 300 some odd schools, only two of them have got this issue. I don't buy it for a
4: second. I just don't. Go ahead, tell me. Where am I wrong? Well, I here's what I can't tell you: conspiracy theories uh, usually end up becoming true. That that. That all conspiracy theories, that, that's what that's what people want to call someone or tell someone uh, when they don't want the truth exposed. So, I don't think you're wrong. I, I, I know, and it wouldn't be hard to, to go find uh, all these other kids uh, that I'm sure are wagering. But, let's just stick to what we do know. The fact of the matter is, is these kids and/or their parents went to great lengths to do something that they knew they weren't allowed to do?
2: I agree with you. I, I'm not. I, I agree so, with you. One, you you said this from day one, and you're spot on
4: correct. But you may continue. Go ahead. Ah, it's it's just stupid. And here's the other thing: has anybody been fired over there at uh, at Northwestern, other than Pat Fitzgerald, did the AD get fired? Did the president no, no, get the, fired? No, did no, anybody it, on the board of regents get fired? Okay, so you're telling me that all of this was going on and only one guy gets fired. Well, what about the AD? Why is it well, the AD? And,
2: well, hold on a minute, though. The baseball coach got act two, and another okay, coach like in the I'm, department resigned. I, your point is spot on, Charlie. It's spot but, on. But, but so, I'm but saying here, there, there is such a cloud over the NCAA with Northwestern. Pat Fitzgerald was a scapegoat. The AD and the president are totally, totally culpable. The previous AD, Jim Phillips, is that Wake Forest or somewhere in the ACC. He's dodging bullets. He was complicit to this whole thing. He should be gone. And then you got this whole wagering thing with FanDuel and parents opening up accounts. And we got two schools being singled out. I mean, what are we talking about here? We know this is an issue. But I'm telling you, Charlie, we're going to live to see the day and nobody nationally is talking about the fact that this crap is going on all across the country. And again, I'm not apologizing for Iowa and Iowa State. I'm not. I'm just stating the fact. And I think they're trying to control the and keep it to a trickle. And it's a joke. It's a joke, Charlie. You're never going to convince me it's only. Yeah, it drives me nuts. And nobody's right.
4: talking about this. Uh, here, here's the here's the issue that I have is I don't think this should fall on Matt Campbell. I don't think his his I, reputation I though, but should be, be should be uh, smeared or tarnished because they'll how is never the touch him, Charlie. Charlie, they'll never how? touch him. They'll yeah, never I, touch I, him. He, I'm telling
2: you, he's got Notre Dame. He was on the list. The Jets. Every team was talking about him. I mean, the first name that I heard when Northwestern had their issues were him, but it, it's a cloud over him. It, it is a major, and I think it's, by the way, I want to be on record saying it's patently unfair to Matt Campbell. I don't think he knew about this. The parents ought to be ashamed of themselves. It's a disaster. How pretty. I mean, you can't watch 100 kids, but we got... 30 seconds till break. Hang on. We got a long segment coming ahead. We got a lot to get to. There's a ton of football news. We're going to talk about Saturday nights. We're so excited. Charlie's going to be pumped up Saturday night, 7 o'clock Eastern, 6 Central, 4 Pacific. It'll be football. Yes, the fifth quarter takeover here on Sports Byline, iHeart, and the American Forces Radio Network worldwide. Coming right back.
0: to file your claim. So if you've been diagnosed with cancer and you've used Roundup, call the legal helpline now. You can receive a free cash award and have your medical expenses
1: covered. And time to file is almost gone, so please call right now. 800-535-6078. 800-535-6078. 800-535-6078. That's 800-535-6078.
2: Talking the world of sports here on Sports Byline. Marty Terrell, Sports Overnight. Scores interviews and highlights. Uh, Charlie Gibbons here. Football, the fifth quarter takeover. Hey, Charlie, I got a little trivia for you on Saturday night. Are uh, you ready to go? Yeah. All right, who is uh, – we'll start 6 Central, 7 East. Uh, who do you think the featured game is this Saturday, the 26th, at 6 Central, 7 East on ESPN? Who do you think they're going to show? Opening night. I mean, this is opening week of opening Saturday in college football. ESPN, the worldwide leader, seven East, six Central, four Pacific. Who's on the big? Who's on the uh, worldwide leader?
4: Oh God, I don't know. Uh, I'm trying. It doesn't. uh, Florida State play somebody opening week.
2: Yeah, that's Sunday. Um, uh, Oh, Sunday. Okay. Or next week. Uh, Next week, but. Uh, Let me tell you, it's UMass at New Mexico State University. That will be the featured game. Oh, that'll be fire. Right. Now, let me ask you something. Next, the following (laughs) Saturday. No, hold on a minute. The following Saturday, all right, at 2.30 on ESPN, okay, who do you think is the featured game?
4: Don't say Rutgers. No, UMass at Auburn. (laughs) Two
2: weeks in a row, Charlie. You can't make this stuff up. You cannot make it up. Why the heck would ESPN put the 133rd and last ranked team in America? 1-11. Terrible job. Horrible program right now. Two weeks in a row featured game on ESPN. Somebody's getting paid off. I mean, you just don't show those games. I'm sorry. I mean, Auburn, I see. UMass. Yeah. Two weeks in a row? Come on. Let's get to it. All right, Charlie. Dublin, Ireland. We're going to have a guy on, too. My friend Billy Kirby. I'm going to try to get him Friday, um, and then he'll be on with us, hopefully, Saturday for, live from Dublin. That'll be our featured game. What'd you take? Uh, Notre Dame. Here we go. Dublin, Ireland, 1.30 ESPN. This will start. You and I will be watching. We're, we're going to be seeing colorful peacocks in our sleep. We're going to watch so much NBC Big Ten coverage, their pregame show. I think NBC has totally made a great decision to engage the Big Ten. We're going to see Ohio State, Notre Dame. We're going to see USC and Notre Dame on the Peacock. It's going to be great. What's your take as we get ready in Dublin, Notre Dame Navy? Give me a quick hit on that game. Not a bad game in week one. Go ahead.
4: No, it's not. I think, uh, but I think Notre Dame better come out firing and firing on all cylinders. Well they the get the they, they, Yeah. They get off to yeah, they get off to a rough start. Uh they're gonna be talking about Freeman over there early. It won't be good. Well so, the team that are coming out and dominate.
2: Nine and four doesn't get it done there, Charlie. You're right. It does not get it done. And Navy, look, they're huge, 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 uh, potentially overmatched in this game. But they can play keep away. They can control the clock. And Notre Dame, look, and you always remind me of this, and I get angry because you just do it to get me riled up, and it works. But, you know, they're only a couple years removed from losing to Marshall at home. I mean, not a very good (laughs)
4: Marshall I just want to back up. It's not a couple years Laugh here. <laughs> I'm I trying try. to gloss it
2: Charlie. I'm trying to gloss it over here a little hey, bit.
4: Ser- seriously, what was the last meaningful game that Notre Dame played in?
2: Oh uh, we stop it now. You don't start this. Would you please? I mean I, all, right. all right. you gotta get the media guide out and read through it. Charlie, you know what's in my, as I look at the game, so Navy Notre Dame. Um, Ohio, San Diego state. Now you laugh. That is going to be a pretty good game. I'm telling you right now. Now there's only one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight games. So it's not like we've got a, you know, And the latest start we have is eight central. But Charlie, when you look at this, I mean, Ohio, San Diego state, Fox sports one, six o'clock opposite of UMass North, uh, New Mexico state. That's not a bad game, you know, and you know, those Mac teams, they're dangerous, they they're very hard to prepare for.
4: Yeah, San Diego State a little rough last year. I think they ended up seven and six, so they're definitely going to be looking for a bounce back year this year. And uh, I don't know, there was I think I was saw an article somewhere. Ohio's returning their their top running back or quarterback. So picked yeah, um, picked pick to win the MAC West.
2: You know, very yeah. much could be in Detroit in their conference championship yeah. game. They're a very good, solid team. You know what? For week one, Charlie, you take what you can get. I mean, Notre Dame-Navy is obviously, you know, the NCAA loves that. You know, you're in Dublin. You get them on a major over-the-air network that everybody gets. Everybody wants football. Uh, and, you know, then you come back on Thursday night, 31st, and it's just, I mean, Minnesota-Nebraska. I mean, there is just a bevy of games on that Thursday. So, you know, we'll open up Saturday the 2nd. Uh, You'll have Iowa hosting Utah State at Kinnick. So Iowa City is going to feel really nice again amid all all their situations. And that's where I want to segue next, Charlie. Um, What what are you hearing on McNamara? I've heard so many conflicting stories. Cade McNamara, quarterback at Iowa, transfers in from Michigan. And all all you're hearing right now is two polarizing stories. One, it's not that bad of an injury. He's going to shake it off. He'll be ready. And then I heard, oh, no, this is a lot worse than they first thought. So kind of sort out what you've heard. But I'm hearing way over the top, outlandishly different stories. So is the truth somewhere in the middle? What are you hearing? Cade
4: McNamara. Well, for Iowa's sake, they better hope so. Because I think we kind of touched on this last week. Is without McNamara, this this team goes from ten and two to two and ten. I mean, they they very well could be. That's how big of a difference he'll make uh, to this team. Both their uh, just as far as ability, and I think his leadership. Man, this this team's really rallied around him. So. I, I look, I hope it's somewhere in the middle. Could they get by Utah State uh, without them? Yeah, yeah, probably. But somebody who's followed for Iowa for all my adult life—you—you you don't count on anything until it's over.
2: What are you hearing though? I mean, is it a—it's a hamstring, right, or a quad? I, I don't even know what it is. I hear soft tissue. I have no idea what that is. I really Yeah, don't. it was
4: a, a They're saying it's a quad, but what the hell? I don't know. You know, I we're we're getting told what what they want us to know, right? Or what they want us to think. So I'm not going to sit here and speculate and try to play sports doctor or or tell you what you know when he's coming back or how severe it is because I, I hell I don't know. You, you could ask yeah. parents and he'd tell you he don't know. So
2: well, if he knew, he's not going to tell you to begin with. They're they're just not going to tell you. I I mean, to me, it's a it's a mess. You know, and I, I, I don't want to double back on the, the gambling scandal that both schools are involved in. But, boy, Iowa Iowa State, I, I mean, there's a lot of intrigue in that game in week two. But for all the wrong reasons, Charlie, I mean, this was supposed to be, you know, comeback year. Deckers gets a vote of confidence. Jarrell, uh, you know, Jarrell Brock is, you know, an outstanding running back, big tight end, offensive line, resurgent year. Best defense in the Big Twelve. You said it, and right now I got to tell you, Iowa Iowa State is lacking any kind
4: of juice right now.
2: You feel the same way, or what do you think?
4: Uh, yeah, I kind of do until until the season, or or until you know the season actually starts, and we know who's going to be available to play from both teams, whether it' injury or gambling. Yeah. I mean it, it's kind of hard to get excited about because you you really don't know, you don't you don't know what what you're even going to the dance with. So yeah, yeah it is. It's, it's, it's a head scratcher,
2: rough. Charlie. It really is. It is an absolute head scratcher. All right, let's go with the. Let's just say they you know, and they're not going to take a big risk. Let's just say McNamara is a no go against Utah State. Uh, they'll beat that team, but you, you don't, I mean, the backup here, I mean, you like him or no, I mean,
4: he's a game manager and he's young. He's inexperienced, tenuous. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's got a hell of an arm. I think, uh, he, he could throw it. I I think, I think the coach is probably just. Incorporate a game plan that basically doesn't allow him to screw up, kind of like they did in in the bowl game versus Kentucky yeah. with Labus. You know, yeah. they, they 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 probably uh, try to get up, you know, two three scores and uh, let the defense take over and just hand the ball off and work on their their run blocking, <laughs> work on their run game. All right, let's get to one
2: more. Caleb Williams. I mean, he looks like he's the face of college football right now. They open with San Jose State. It'll be the late, the latest game we have on the docket Saturday night with uh, football, the fifth quarter takeover with scores, interviews, and highlights, and post game reacts from around the country. Uh, USC. I think this is going to be a very, very good team. It'll come down to you know winning the Pac-12, which they should. But there's going to be some, you know, Washington's no. No slouch either, but, you know, that's where we go in this final year of the Pac-12. And, boys, it sounds weird to say that. You know, the swan song year for the Pac-12. Give me a quick hit on Southern Cal Washington how you see that Pac-12 as we get ready
4: to uh, open the season on Saturday night. Go ahead. I actually think this is the year where Washington could sneak in and, and take the Pac-12 this year. I think they might have enough to do it. Um, I know... Caleb, uh, an incredible talent. Um, I'm not sure about his character. I'm, I'm not high on that right now. Uh, I but I will reserve judgment um, and chalk it up to immaturity. But um, he's talented. He is. Talented, I, yeah. He. Talented. I, 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 man, I won't he take it. A- yeah, I won't take anything away from his physical abilities. Not at all. Um, and I don't think he'll win the Heisman this year. I don't think, uh, my, I think I don't think we know who the Heisman is yet. I think the Heisman this year isn't one of the the top three that that everyone's talking about. Uh,
2: he'll be think. in New York. I mean, he's going to be. He, I mean, Charlie, this kid is he's dominant when he's on his game, and with that supporting cast, uh, this is. I I honestly think Southern Cal's got uh, designs realistic designs on getting into the, the championship. I really do. I think they could be that
4: good. Uh they're we'll see we'll see how their defense holds up. because that's where we USC we never understand had they gave scoring. up forty two points to Tulane in a bowl game. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see how much their defense improved. Because if it hasn't, yeah, they're looking at another nine and three. Eight and four, ten and two, somewhere, you know, anywhere in there. So,
2: you know, Charlie, real quick, Georgia's going for a three P. I look at their schedule; it's almost embarrassing. It really is. Look at their schedule. Yeah, it's, it's pretty weak.
4: It,
2: it, I mean, they're they're they they nobody's going to unseat them. They're going to be number one, which they are right now in preseason. They're not losing a game this year, Charlie. And we'll see well, we get I, to the holes and uh, they're not losing a game. I'm telling you, I don't care. Donald Duck could quarterback this team, and they're not losing.
4: I, I, I don't, I don't know, Marty. I'm pretty high on LSU. I think LSU's got a shot, a chance to unseat them. Well, it'll
2: be. Uh, uh, I, well, listen, we know the we know LSU's got talent, man. They got receivers. Yeah. They got a quarterback coming back. Uh, I mean, Brian Kelly's kind of a, a nut bird, but he can flat out coach. Uh, but he does, he doesn't coach. He doesn't coach up to the, to the moment. He doesn't coach up to the big spot. Charlie, we're out of time. You're back at it Friday and Saturday. We're going to be promoting it all week long, buddy. I appreciate you. Thanks for coming on once again, wrapping up the weekend. And uh, I'll tell you what, Chicago Bear fans responding. Doris Fountain, University of Northern Iowa, five catches over the weekend and a score for the Bears. The Bears. coming back here on Sports Byline. Keep it right here.
1: That's 800-433-0539. Paid for by Fix My Student Loans.
4: All right,
2: down the home stretch we go. Thanks for tuning in. Take you right to the top of the hour here in a few moments with news update. And then we'll get into scores, interviews, and highlights with the overnight crew uh, throughout the night. Marty Terrell here. Uh, Again, I want to promote Saturday night. 7 East, 6 Central. You've heard us the last few weeks. 4 o'clock Pacific. Bailey Peck will be producing as we get ready for football. Fifth quarter takeover will take over Uh, the airwaves and be spewing a lot of information out there with uh, college football. Again, (laughs) UMass, New Mexico State, Ohio, San Diego State, Ohio U, the Bobcats on Ohio State. Ohio U out of the the MAC, the Mid-American Conference, Western Division. Uh, They are picked the top and San Diego state and San Diego state obviously was a little bit in the news here the last few weeks, maybe joining the Pac-12, but the Pac-12 will not survive. We'll see about Cal Stanford, uh, Oregon state and Washington state. See how that shakes out. But yeah. And then Notre Dame and Navy and good pal, Billy Kirby and sports gal, Angela Kirby. We hope to have them on for they're going to be headed to Dublin tomorrow evening. And, We'll talk to them throughout the week. So it'll be good to get some Notre Dame uh, live hits from Dublin. We look forward to that. That'll be a hit on the American Forces Radio Network. So we look forward to that. But, you know, listen, Notre Dame Navy is going to headline Southern Cal uh, San Jose State gets a little bit of juice, and then we get into Thursday on the 31st, and then we just roll into Saturday, September 2nd, Labor Day weekend. It's just amazing how summer has uh, flown by. Uh, tonight, uh, as we head into the wee hours of the morning, we'll wrap up Ravens Commanders. Then the final week of the NFL preseason, you're going to see Aaron Rodgers probably go a half a quarter. I'm thinking two, maybe three series uh, for the Jets. Not going to put him in harm's way as we get Jets and Giants. And then we get ready for a week off. In most cases, it's between, what, 12 13 and 14 days, two weeks before these teams turn around at the end of preseason, get ready for week one of the National Football League. It'll be September 7th in Kansas City, Detroit, and the world champion, Super Bowl champion, Kansas City Chiefs. So that's where we go. Great job out of Dominic Jimenez and uh, excellent work out of him, Charlie Gibbons and the whole crew. Back at it on a Tuesday into a Wednesday across the country on iHeart, around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. Adios.